Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insight from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini National Level Competitor, WBFF Pro Fitness Model, and Posing Coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week, we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real-life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation. Okay. Hi guys. Welcome back to cupcakes and protein shakes. I'm your host Savannah. We are doing another episode where I'm just going to, you know, we're going to sit and chit chat, just bikini girl chit chat. I don't really have anything planned. Um, we have miss Gracie is on here. She's a fellow friend, athlete, competitor, coach. She does a lot. So we're going to get into your story. We'll go over your shows. We'll go over my shows. We'll just kind of get, you know, caught up on each other's lives. So welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've been needing to do this or wanting to do this, but now is the best time. So I'm glad I'm here. I know. Okay. So, so what where are you at now? Are you in off season? Are you prepping? What is going on? So I am four, 15 weeks into my reverse. So we're building for the next like probably year. And, and yeah, I'm just here for the fashion shows. I'm like, I love this is my favorite part of the journey as far as the, re- the reverse is where the magic happens. So I love all of it. And it allows you, you know, flexibility with life and everything. So the fashion shows, we have those coming up. The Olympia, those are like my key. They help stay, you know, in that reverse in that building season. They help keep you where you want to be going into your prep, right? So not not too lean, you're not dieting, but you're staying lean enough to to build that confidence on stage and so I'm really pumped about that. But that's where I am with my journey. Where are you at with yours? How was Worlds? I'm so excited. It was so fun. It was a lot. Like, I feel like I'm still recovering, like, from the like, anxiety or the adrenaline. Because it was just, like, so much. There was, like, gowns and suits and photo shoots and glam and all this stuff. And then getting on stage, it was literally, like, the best time I've ever had on stage. It was my favorite show, favorite look. I love my stage shots. I love my suit. I loved my gap like it was a whole thing so I finally felt like I was so happy I felt like I won the show because I'm like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be so I had so much fun that's huge that's like just self-note like that you were right with you said right where you're supposed to be and that's probably you'll you've never felt that feeling before and that's a really good feeling and like you literally feel it every day once you feel it that first time and you know and that's yeah. it you say they're right. You, because the life, you, you know. talked about this, like when I was making the decision of like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm not doing this. Maybe I'm going to do both. And you literally were like straight up and you're like, can't do both. So you got to pick. And when you kind of said that, I was like, you're right. Like, I can't hold on to both at the same time. Like I, if I'm going to do it, I got to go and do it all in. And that was kind of halfway between the prep of Orlando. And then I kind of was like, you know what, whatever it doesn't matter. Let's just focus on the now, focus on this goal. Let's try it, see if I like it, but go all in. 
And so when I went all in, it obviously paid off and here we are. <laughs> yeah. And that's something, you know, people struggle with that in every area of life, but as far as like being at limbo state and as when you, when you're there, it's just like in people when they're building muscle and they're losing body fat, like of course through a proper reverse, you can do that both at the same time, but it's not maximized on either end. And so I see a lot of girls struggle with that. I want to build muscle, but I want to stay lean. And that's fine as long as your expectations match the reality of it's going to be slow on both processes. But if you can make the decision and commit to one or the other, again, you don't have to get, you don't have to gain a ton of weight in the building season. You can stay lean, but to maximize that effort, right? So, and that goes again to every part of life. Just want to make decisions when you are in that limbo state. That's as a coach, that's my number one. If I can teach my clients how to make decisions, that's my number one goal because then no matter what, even if they dine out or stick to my, my meal plan, like let's say their husband gives spur them like random date night, but they have already had their macros plan. They can make the decision right then and there. No, I don't want to go or yes, let's go. And then they can move forward to that next step, which would be adjust the meal plan or whatever, you know, but making decisions like that's huge. You know, there's a life lesson. So it I'm, is, I'm just proud of you. And I, I really like, so me and you and your, our personalities click very much together because you're so, I don't think I know anyone that has a very black and white mindset. Like there's no sugar coating it with you when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to health and fitness, you're sometimes you're almost overly simplified. Like you can take out all the noise and everything. And you're like, okay, look, this is what you're picking between this is this and that. And then you're like, okay, that this is this, you can only do this. Or like, you just have a very interesting mindset and approach of how that you look at fitness goals and, and life and decisions and everything. So it's, it's very much appreciated because a lot of people aren't that way. Yeah. And I was just talking to Karen the other day about purpose. Like, Whenever we go, we went to Nashville, the Nashville Fit Show, which I'll, you have to come next year. I don't know, like I don't know about all of that, but I want you to come. It was so, it was incredible. Like the the girls that we met was absolutely incredible. Just being backstage, they are still messaging us today about how much they appreciated us being backstage, just to calm them down. Right, just take a breath. The Reese's I brought Reese's, and some of them were like, "Your Reese's saved me from passing out," and though I don't. Uh, I'm not happy about them possibly passing out, but it is what it is, you know, that was just a whole experience. But anyway, so talking with her, um, about intention, right. When I drive into, I drove there, I like, I, I like these road trips to this kind of type of event because I had time, time to myself before and after, but I had, I, we were very intentional with our purpose there. And because of that intention, we left there with saying this was the best trip that we had this year when it comes to connections and networking and just meeting these girls and putting ourselves out there. And it all does come down to intention. And whenever we were talking about that, when we talk about purpose, that's why my mind can be so clear on black and white, because I'm not black and white on things that I don't care about. Like I could, you know, uh, there's things that I don't, that I'm not black and white about, but when it comes to all of my goals, because I have, come to the I know my purpose everything becomes clear and so with Kara we, we, I want I'll, her goal this week is to really uncover her deepest deepest purpose like she knows her her purpose her surface level 
purpose, right? Obviously she has angels and she's very successful, but what is her deepest purpose? And once that comes clear to you, your vision, everything becomes black and white. It's either going to help you get there or it's going to not. And yeah, that's the so mindset is really in everybody. They just have to un- uncover their purpose first, no, their true yep. purpose. No, I I agree because sometimes if you're just, if you don't have a purpose, like you're going to go in different directions that you don't want to be in. And suddenly you're going to find yourself in a place that you didn't plan on. But the fact that you didn't have a purpose and plan, it was just life is going to take you wherever it wants. And if you're just going to ride it out and you don't have any intentions of like, I need to get from, you know, A to B, this is a clear path, then you're going to end up in C. F G H I J K and you're not going to want to be right there. Right. And that's where people, that's when they complain, they get discouraged and all the things. And again, this is in all parts of life, financially, mentally, obviously in their health and everything, but it, it does say everything that you want in life takes intention. And it, even like you're the perfect example, as far as like just switching that, this making that decision, switching your intent and now you found your purpose and all of that would not have happened without that one decision. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I really had to ask myself, you know, why, why do I want a pro card? Why am I like killing myself for this thing? Do I actually want this? What am I going to use it for? Like, why, why literally why? So like asking that hard question of like, okay, I don't think I actually like how I look this way. It's fighting my body. It's fighting my genetics. This is not a sustainable lifestyle for me. I don't want to live like this anymore. Is there anything that I can do to still have, you know, balance and fulfillment and do what I love and compete? Maybe that means competing with a different set of rules, a different organization. And now that I switched, I feel like my body has responded way differently. It's the best reverse, even though like I'm having more fun foods, like I'm not binging. I'm not really going, I'm like, I'm not going crazy. I'm just kind of just eating what I like, what I don't like. And it's very clear of like, Hey, now I can just train however I want. I don't have to do it for a judge. I don't have to do it for anyone else. So if I want to go in the gym and I want to, you know, switch an exercise that I saw on Instagram, because I want to try something fun just to see, like I can have that. And in the past, it was like so much I have to do this because it's the stage and I will only do this. And I was just not a good place to be in. And so it's just, it is great just to know that like you can, you can change and you can change at any time. Your goals can change and you can go in different directions. I definitely didn't think I would be doing this. I definitely had, this was not on my plan anywhere. It was never on any type of vision board at all, but I think it worked out pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And it's funny because I can attest to that because I've seen your vision board and like, like from a year and a half ago, you know, and it wasn't. And it's funny that you said that because I know we were going to talk about how I got into the bikini world, but my 2013 is when I started tracking macros and I started coaching 2014. It's all just evolved from there. But def- my husband, it's funny because my husband in 2014, like right when I started, I, w- I had just got on Instagram. I didn't follow, but like one girl that was a, um, physique athlete and I was used her Instagram for my workouts anyway and Andy I said I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the best shape of my life that's what I told Andy for his birthday that year and he was like okay and today he jokes that I'm still on that on that route or I'm still on that quest but anyway he 
he told me, he said, I never want you, this is a 2014, he said, I never want you to get this, I never want you to get big. Like, I never want you to look like, you know, big. And I don't want you to be on a stage in a bikini. I was like, okay, like, no problem. I'll never do that. That's, it literally just never was even a thought. This whole, like, so the whole first eight years or 2013 to 2020, I trained for life, you know, and I worked out and I got lean. I did reverse and cuts and all this stuff. And then I, I felt that same sense of stagnancy in life. And this was early 2020. And I just felt like metabolically, every my, aesthetically, like I had already done what I knew, Gracie knew, to do, right? Like what I do with, with taking, you know, a woman and give, getting her into the best physique of her life and health of her life in my business. So I had already done all that. And so my was, I was like, what I want to compete as far as like, I didn't even know bodybuilding and, and bikini. I didn't even know anything about it. I didn't follow any bikini girls. So my first thoughts are, okay. And I came to this realization when I took, when Andy and I went to the river twice, two weekends in a row, and I got a margarita on both times. And the second time I was like, why? Cause I hadn't drank for, for five years before that. I said, why is it so easy for me to say yes to these margaritas? And that was a very kind of why, why, right? The big question, why is it so easy? And it was because I didn't have a reason to not, right? So my reason to not drink margaritas with Andy was not bigger than the reason to not drink them. And so anyway, the probably the week after that second margarita, I was just like, I, I pray a lot. I think about what, what do I need to do? Like, where am I at? What I was going to accept? And I was, I told Andy one, one night, I was like, Andy, I'm going to go to Texas and I'm going to try out for the Olympic soccer team. And he was like, please just keep praying. <laughs> keep praying. We're going to find something else for you. <laughs> like, keep praying. And it was pretty much like overnight. I got on Instagram one morning, Dylan Bear, my coach, it was my, his, like, he was the first post. And I hadn't, again, I hadn't studied anything about the bikini world, but it was like, God just slapped me in the face and was like, this is what you're going to do. It's a challenge. This is who you're going to hire. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And it was just laid out like every, there was no resistance ever from that. It was like May of 2020 to today. I'm still with Dylan and, and nothing, no decision has ever been a resistance. And now obviously I know when I knew, I knew my purpose, the first show that I ever did, because it was a team show. So it was like 20 of us, you know, I talked to girls backstage and I knew my purpose when I got off stage was to help these bikini girls and, and athletes that, with their mindsets about food and about life and about everything in this journey. Right. And since then, it's just been very, it's getting clearer every day. And then I'm, I met all of y'all and, and it's just, again, there's no resistance. Right. So the, when I talk to clients, the first thing that I always ask them when it comes to when they're discouraged for sure is where was their resistance at? Because that's where you, that's where you have to ask the hard questions. Why, why is there so much resistance there? You know? Um, but yeah, I don't know how that, that came up, no, but no, yes, I'm, I'm excited that. Yes, we can go on all the tangents too. And I think it's interesting, like how we met was random, right? It was random luck, like really. So we had a photo yeah. shoot uh, giveaway with Ashley K. So it was giveaway. It was like a giveaway with Ashley K. Um, Vegas, it was a certain weekend when we were there and we were picking that, like the winner literally like within days. And it was like, we were trying to pick someone local so they didn't have to travel, but somehow your name got brought up of like, I think 
okay, I recognize this Instagram handle. She's walked in a fashion show. She, she looks fun. I don't know. Like she's a coach. Like this would be a good fit. Let's see if she's interested. If she, if she wants to come down to Vegas, I don't, we didn't know where you lived or anything. So we just was like, Hey, we won. And are you interested in your, you're like literally booking the flight. I'm there. Where do I need to be? Let's go. Let's do this. And like, here you are, you show up. And we had like the most fun weekend. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, even with all of that. So when I got off the second stage in my first season, I did two shows. And the um, when I got off the second stage, the, the intention for going on that second uh, show was make sure that the feelings that you had, the purpose that you felt after that first show, make sure that that's still how you feel. Right. And so when I got off that stage the second time, I still felt it. So at that point, I just, I knew that I had, I knew that this was it, you know? Um, and so the judge's feedback for that second show was confidence. You need to build confidence. And my first thought was, I'm not going to. And then obviously I had to I build, build shoulders, build glutes. And I'm not going to do that in even a year. So my first thoughts were, what are you going to do to build confidence without needing to be stage lean? Because that doesn't logically make sense. And so that was when the Angel Case, the Kansas City Fashion Show popped up on Instagram. And I've never done a video. Anytime I ever went on Instagram to like apply for something and it was a video, I never did it. Because I just, it just didn't, didn't do it. <laughs> anyway, so when I saw that it was a video submission, I was like, you know what? You've never done this. And this is what has, you have been led here by not doing it. So if you don't want to be here, then we need to do something different. That was my first thought. So I sent in a video and I literally in the video said, I love your, my suit that y'all made. I would try it on right now, but it does not fit at all, even over my leg. So, and then anyway, long story short, y'all asked me to be in the Kansas City show. And I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. So that show literally changed a lot for me because it was put, I put myself, you know, I did a road trip up there by myself. I didn't know anybody there. Um, just very uncomfortable. I just put myself in this uncomfortable environment. And I talked to my clients about this all the time as far as I literally paid it and I continue to do it, but I literally paid money to put myself in an environment that was uncomfortable, but that I thought would be more comfortable than being here by myself. No one around here does what I do, right? So I'm going to pay money to put myself in a, a room or an environment where they do what I do and they like what I like. And I continue to choose, but it does cost at what cost, right? So it does cost money, time, energy to do that. So when clients, because it's very lonely when you, you don't have anyone to you know talk to. But anyway, so that whole first trip was very uncomfortable. That was why I knew that this was it, you know. And I saw, I actually, I saw Kara backstage before we walked out on the um, stage, and I knew who she was. I didn't really know, I didn't really even know her name, but I knew someone had said like, "That's the girl that owns um, Angels." So I was like, "Okay," and she was like watching the video. We were back backstage. She was watching the video of what's going on up front, and I asked her. I said, "Does this make you proud?" And she said, "She didn't even look at me. She just said, yeah. And I said, "Good. It should." And that was always said. And then went to, you know, went home and all this stuff. I did the little raffle or the thing with Ashley Kay. And I submitted my, I think, my name and stuff. And then, like, that week that y'all were supposed to have it, I didn't see anything. Like, y'all had not announced a winner. So I put on the Facebook group. I was like, hey, did y'all find a winner yet? And that was where Kara found my name. So she was like, this girl might be interested. Obviously, she is. And then, yeah, as soon as y'all said, yeah, 
or like asked me and I was like hell yeah I texted Andy I said don't do I said you got plans this weekend and he didn't text me back in time and I just said well don't make any <laughs> we're going to Vegas <laughs> and he was like oh well he actually went like this with a fake with a poem uh on his forehead but yeah I probably love the top three decision in my life best decision of mine yeah, no, and it, it just goes to show you, just like you're saying, like, you really don't know where one decision is going to take your life, right? You don't know who you're going to meet or what that experience is going to do for you. So you just really should make decisions that in your heart and trust your gut, if you think it is going to benefit you in any way, you just have no idea what that could possibly do for you. Right. Yeah, that's, that's huge. And then like asking questions is something else that my dad's always instilled in my head. Like, never be afraid to ask questions um, ever. And so all, a lot of my opportunities have come because of that, have come because I've just been like, hey, like ask questions, you know? So never being afraid to ask questions would be another one. It's just a yeah. good life lesson. It is a good life. If you don't ask, the answer is no. Right. So you gotta do, you gotta ask. And I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Do what? Exactly. Like if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. But if you ask, there's a possibility that it might be a yes. Right. And I don't know, like the, the um, like the answer, I don't know. For me, like there's a couple things that I don't, that I don't like the responses, right? Responses that I don't like. I don't know is one of them because you either know or you don't know. And no is an answer, like you said, you know? Um, and then the other one is sure. Like I don't like when people say, Sure, because I'm like, what does that even mean? Does that mean you want to do it or you don't want to do it, right? So I know you probably heard me say, sure, yes or no, yes or no. Yeah. But I just I, like, a sure. Yeah, a sure is a no. Yes, correct. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, sure. Anytime I've said sure, it was I meant no, but I didn't want to say no because I thought I might hurt someone's feelings or something. So then it's like, uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, um, I'm glad you recognize that. I did post something on my story yesterday that said, if um, saying yes when you really want to say no is your number one root cause of anxiety, depression, all of that. So being, being comfortable, one of the exercises I get my girls to do is they say no to one thing every day, at least one thing every day. And they have to make note of it in their daily tracker. And it could be to themselves. It could be to their husband, kids, dog, whatever. But it's really just a habit. Like you become habitual to saying yes, yes. And then people take that for granted and they come to you because you're never going to say no. So just practice saying no every day and see how much simpler life gets just because you now have options right yeah. when you don't want to do something you don't have to do it yeah no I, I love that so much because it's it's when you really just like ask yourself like don't just respond to, based on how you think other people need to hear it you shouldn't be making decisions that are going to affect you for the approval of others right when it comes to your health and fitness right. whatever it is like do you really want to go out to eat? If you don't say no, you don't have to go out. If it's going to be inconvenient for you, no, but then maybe offer a solution. Hey, no, I cannot go out today. I already ate all my calories for the day. It's going to be very hard to fit something in. I would like to go out maybe tomorrow. That would be better for me. So just when you tell people what's going to work better for you, they're going to be a lot more 
responsive and receptive and like understand instead of you forcing yourself to go out to an environment, for example, and, and you don't want to be there, then you get that stress and anxiety of, Oh, I went over my calories and I got to do extra cardio and all this stuff. When you didn't have to do that, no one forced you to say yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. And so being able to just have those options and then, you know, a lot of times, and especially early on in my clients' journeys, it's it's annoying more than anything when people are like, do you want, why can't you do this? Why can't you go out? And, you know, we have, we take the flexible diet approach. So there, you, you can make the decision to go out, like you're saying, but there's also, you can say no, but also on top of that, you don't have to give an explanation to anybody. You can just say no, and that can be it, period. And you don't have to say it rude. Like I, I, I'm killing with kindness every day of my life, right? That's what I do. And but the being feeling that that need to explain is why people say yes. So if if you if you understand that, you don't even have to explain it. You can just say no, and then just turn around and walk away. And then, you know, if these people get offended, then these things are people, right? My, if I tell my friend Katie no. I, I don't want to go out to eat. She is not going to take offense. If I tell you, and Katie does not do anything with macros, you know, and the same thing goes with you, obviously, but you, you would understand more so, but the, my friends, my true friends that don't even understand what a macro is. If I say no, they have enough respect for me to just say, okay, no big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I 100% get that. Like, find your people that are going to support you in whatever that decision is. If they're not supporting you, those are not your people. Those are not true friends. They're not true people that are supporting you and your goals. Yeah, and it, and that can that's really hard. And I, sometimes I forget how, because I've been, you know, the beginning of my journey was so, same thing for you, was so long ago. Like when my girls come in and they're new and they're transitioning, and this is a big decision that transitions their whole life, you know, their friends, everything is about to change and they don't even really know that. Right. Um, so I always try to just remind myself and then, and like I tell them, you get to a point where I'd rather be lonely and you, this isn't at the beginning, at the beginning, it was really hard for me to say no to my friends. And I really dove into work. Like I worked hundred hours a week just so that I had an excuse to not go out and not you know party and stuff um but so with my girls I, you get to a point in your journey where you would just you would rather be by yourself than alone every day if that's what it takes then put yourself in the environment to be belittled or make them think that what you're doing is wrong or just question yourself in general right like it's hard for my girls or anyone to explain what they're doing when they don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So when people are like, well, tell me about macros. And they're like, so I have my girls. I just say, tell them that you have a coach that you pay and I tell you what to do. And that's all you know. And you just listen because then they, they cannot respond in anything, but, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, it makes so it's just an easy way out. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the journey, um, a lot of my old friends are not, I, they're still friends, you know, but they're not good close friends and they kind of sizzle out as you keep saying, you know, the more times that you say, no, I can't go out to the bar tonight. No, I can't go out to the bar tonight. You say no, right. eventually those, they're not going to ask and you always can go if you want to, but 
then you're going to find people. There's going to be a period if you are starting a fitness journey that you're coming from an environment where you have enough people that are not doing fit things of drinking and going out to eat that you have to train those friends. If you want them to be in your life, Hey, we can still hang out in an environment that doesn't involve drinking and it doesn't involve eating non-healthy items. So, but if you still enjoy money outside of those things, I would love to be friends with you. I'd love to go to the gym. I'd love to go, you know, out to eat every once in a while, or just go and, you know, grab a coffee or grab whatever, but I am not going to be here. I have these huge goals. If you, if you love me, I love you. I want to be around you, but I just can't at this time. Like it does take a lot of time and like that constant explaining and trying at the very beginning of your journey, no one takes you serious until really until they, everyone thought this was a habit or this was a, like a, just a time in my life where I was going through a phase. Oh, she's going through a fitness phase. She's doing this little bikini competition, whatever. And then it never stopped and they never stopped. <laughs> so I became a new person. Yeah. So it did take some time. And now they, there's been more time spent in this fitness person that I am now than, than who I was before. But now everyone, I guess, knows like, Fanny's not going to go out to eat. She's not going to go out to the bar. You're not going to catch her in the club. That's not a place where I'll be. You know, I'll be at the gym. You know, I'll, you know, go travel to a show or an event or something like that. But it does take time to kind of separate yourself from, you know, your friends and family who they're used to of you being a yes girl to say no and then doing other things. Right. And another just like tip off or like throw in with what we're talking about is when you are at the beginning or even like just period when you decide this is what you want consistency over anything so like if you say no to drinking let's just say and then one day you say okay yeah i'm gonna drink the, you can't train people with inconsistency so you have to you do train these people to how to treat you and you literally do that for everybody in your life right but you have to be consistent with your what you're saying and your actions so your actions have to align with what you were saying and what you were wanting consistent enough for that for them to say oh no savannah's not gonna don't even worry about texting her because she ain't gonna go to the bar but so you don't want to have somebody going well maybe she will because she went last week or you know whatever so just being consistent with your efforts and your actions help i guess speed up that time if, if you want to think of it like that you know um and then my dad always told me from high school, probably from middle school. And I still think about it to this day because when I reflect over my last 35 years, it's been true. But he said the friends you have now will not be your friends in 10 years. And, you know, Isabella, my stepdaughter, she's 17. And so her senior year is this year. And just really, you know, reminding her of that because she does have her little job and she does have, you know, things that are important to her. Um, but then they also have parties and things like that, you know. And so just reminding her of that, like what, when we help her make decisions of whether she needs to go to work or go to, you know, take off and go to this party, it is, it does come out like, okay, is this, are these people going to be important to you in 10 years? Like, do you really see that? And sometimes it's yes. And sometimes it's no. And, um, but being able to instill that in her so that she understands that my longevity and my health in this case, and my, you know, financially is all important, more important than this or this person, you know what I mean? No, I, I really agree with that too, but I do want to get back to you. And I want to talk about where you want to see yourself and what your goals are with competing. And then outside of competing as well, what other goals you're working on? 
Okay. So my goals with competing is just to literally keep going. <laughs> like I, I literally don't have a, you know, pro, I, that's just part of what I'm doing. Um, so I really don't care if I become a pro. I just know that that's going to happen one day. I don't know when. My, my goal really is just to continue to evolve as an athlete so that I can better evolve as a coach and put myself in these places where I meet these girls that need that need me, that need to hear my message. That need even like getting on platforms like this or getting on, you know, when we're doing the fashion show and we're trying to, to speak, like, I guess um, one of my goals is to be to public speak because I have a lot to say. And I'm going to try and do that however I can, whether it be on a podcast or however, God, like, I'm just keep putting myself out there and trying new things. And that's my number one goal is just, just to speak and lead women to the truth about nutrition and, and the body and all of this so that bikini world can be healthy because it can be, you know, um, it don't, it, it can be. And I've, put myself with, you know, my coach and even angels, like we have, there's something that is like, that we're doing, we're putting together a community, I feel, of people that have the same health, like whole body health is what I like to call it, mindsets. And I feel like that is going to change this sport, but it's going to take a lot of us. And I know that, and they know that, and everybody knows that. And, but I, I know that we're all here for the same purpose and that's a pretty cool place to be too. No, I love, I love it. And I, I've told you this before, because you are a, you're a woman of lots of words, not few, but lots of words and lots of wise words that you need your own podcasts. You need to have a platform where I know. you just talk every week and just keep talking. I know. And we're going to, so when I go up to Kansas City after, um, like, I want to do a podcast. I know we talked about it, but it's just, to me, it was, it's just, I don't, there's so much I don't know. I'd rather just be a guest every single week or every single day even um, until I learn it. Because even like Instagram, and it's funny because I went to text you earlier today, but I just learned today actually how to, one, I had to switch cre to a creator because I was like, why can't I get cool music? Like, how come everybody gets cool music on Instagram, but I can't? And so figure that out. And then I figured out how to do a voiceover. So I did one for RDLs for this upcoming week. So I'm slowly learning the how to do all these platforms, you know, and balancing it with clients and then my husband and having my own life and then my own journey. I can only take on so much. And I know that. So I, when I wanted to do the podcast, I was like, you know what? We're just going to be guests on podcasts and we're going to get all this other stuff together and then let it fall when it's supposed to fall. And um, so, yeah, I learned one thing at a time. But we are going to do a podcast on angels when I go up to Kansas City and I'm really excited. And maybe I'll come back on yours. Maybe yeah. we can do another one um, when I come up there. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you want to come on and chat for an hour, you can always come on and jump and whenever you want to come on, it's fun. Like I, cause I like that it's unscripted and like whatever's coming out a lot of times, like whatever I'm dealing with that week, I personally like to do solo episodes of just, you know, here's what I learned about myself this week, or here's what I was struggling. And it's fun just to document that live. Like as I grow, the listeners can grow bringing you on here and exposing them to amazing like coaches or just hearing just the variety and just kind of realizing kind of we're all the same at the very end of the day. Like we're all struggling through stuff. It's some of us 
the same, exactly the same, but like, you know, whether you're, you're a coach, competitor, you're new, you've done 20 shows, you're a pro, whatever it is, like all we want at the end of the day is just to feel good and to share it with people really. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. And the biggest thing is trying to get like young girls that are in the, the, that are competing, you know, to share their, even if they're competing or not competing, like my girls that are, have been with me for, you know, six months or so share your journey. Like I'll, and I tell whether you do it, whether you choose to do it on Instagram or social media or just in general, right. To share your journey and share your life experiences is, is the only gift that we can give the world. And that's how the world changes and that's how this changed to today and all of that. So yeah, I'm proud of you for doing, maybe I'll just start record like voice recording myself. Cause you know, I talk to myself probably more than I talk to everybody else. So just imagine how much I talk to myself. Um, but yeah, just to document your journey and be able to look back and see that growth is huge. No, that's why I like, I started this podcast and I started YouTubing and I started Instagramming all about the same time because I'm like, when I'm old, I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to remember anything. I have a terrible right. memory trying to recall last week. So I was like, I need a platform where I can go listen to what I was thinking. What was I going through? What, like being able to watch like fun vlogs of like, okay, who was there? What was happening? And I, I love it for myself just to be able to go back and just to see what I was doing. It's fun. Yeah. And I get like, so I get through my um, memories every morning, every single morning on Instagram. And I love like, that's part. And I actually made a, part of uh, my girl's check-ins each week is I go through and I take screenshots of whether it be a text or a comment that they made in their form or in their, in, or in their daily tracker. And I have it in this one tab on their, in their daily tracker. And it's called weekly win, weekly wins add up, I think, or maybe small wins add up, but it's really just for me to see things that I know they're going to want to remember. Cause maybe it might, might be like how they approached a, a vacation or how they felt after whatever, but I know they're going to want to remember it one day. And I know that it's so easy to forget because I've forgotten a lot of things early on in my journey, you know? And so I made that just so that they can remember it because they're not going to document it. You know, I look at my memories because I like looking back and seeing, man, my form was horrible. <laughs> what was I doing? You know, or what was I eating or, or just all the things. Um, but they don't have that and that's okay. So I'm gonna make this little page and they're going to keep up with it together and they're going to thank me one day. Um, but yeah, that's just documenting life in general, like journaling about life. No, you yeah. have so much. You have a lot. I mean, yeah, I think the most important conversations are the ones that you have about yourself and I have great conversation with myself. I am my best friend. I have, we have a good time. We do lots of stuff together, me and myself. So I know there's a lot of girls that aren't best friends with themselves and that's kind of hard. And I think as a coach, you see that, you see that, especially in a physique world where, you know, we're looking at our bodies and we're picking ourselves apart with how we look like and weight gain and all that stuff too. So it is important that we have good conversations and we are documenting the small wins because you're not going to win you know, a pro card or a championship or whatever, a show every day, but you know, every day there is something small to celebrate. Yeah. Um, one of the other exercises that I get the girls to do daily, and this is like, this is a day of, from day one is they put one thing that they love about themselves every day. And the only 
quote unquote rule is that they can't put the same thing twice. And it could be, I like the sprinkle. It could be, I like the way my butts look. It could be anything. It could be, they like their house or, you know, like their husband, whatever it is. But the whole point is that if they spend, because it is something different every day, if they spend the whole day trying to figure out something different, then that's a whole day that they've spent looking for positive in themselves instead of looking for negative. So it, we're trying to just eliminate the opportunity to pick yourself apart. You know, if we can el- eliminate that time, then by doing it, by just replacing it, it with another intention, then you slowly stop doing that, you know, and you slowly stop seeing. So I, there's another exercise. If you I'll tell you to like, look for all the red things in the room. So look for all the red things in the room. And you look, you look, you look. And then I say, okay, where was the blue things? And you don't know because you weren't looking for blue, you know? So it's the same concept, except with yourself. When you don't sit there and point it out, the negative things, then you don't see the negative things, you know? Yeah, I love it. Okay. And then I do want us to talk about your suits and I want to talk about your shows too, because you had a lot of success this year. And I want to talk about how that felt on stage and your show weekend too. Okay. Well, let's talk. Okay. The first suit. Yeah. The first suit. Tell me, I, so we got to design the suit together. Um, and tell me the inspiration between us because I love designing that suit because it was not something I normally do. So tell the inspiration behind your suit. Okay. So I'm going to make a post about this. I actually have everything saved. I just need to do it. Maybe I'll do it when I got home. But the, the suit that I wore this year was from a picture that I took at the Garth Brooks concert with my husband, who does not like concerts, but Garth Brooks sang, sings Shameless. And we, that was our wedding song, but we didn't have a very, we had a very different wedding. And so we got no video of, of that dance. And so to me that night of, at Garth Brooks in Tiger Stadium with my husband was the best night of my life because we got to dance to that song. And so the picture that I sent you was of Tiger Stadium, which is, you know, that's a huge stadium. <laughs> or it, it was just a beautiful picture. And the moment was beautiful. So I sent that to you because I was like, I don't even know. I don't know which design to go off of because I don't know anything. And you just literally made it. It looks just like the picture. It, it turned out like I like eerily similar because I'm looking at the colors and it was just like all these blues and purples and I'm looking and I was like okay I want to put this into a suit with a sprinkle here and there and so it turned out it was like this looks just like the picture yes I know and I like I said I need to make that post um I just haven't it, it honestly was just it's so special to me the the suit itself so when I got on stage definitely the first time um at the optimum I didn't, and it was just so special. The suit itself was just so special to me that nothing else really mattered, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, the, I, I had done all the work. There was nothing that I was, it was, it just all came together. Everything the past two years came together with that suit. And like I said, nothing else really mattered. Um, honestly. Yeah, I, I love it. And then like, it's, you end up like, winning like you had a great season you end up placing and having like a really good showing yes so I placed at the optimum which was uh, I like I like that show so much and I'll do it next time my next season I'll definitely do it it's here in Louisiana so it was you know 
couple hours away. Um, but yeah, I got first in masters and the first in my two classes and then masters, which I didn't know till like last year when you told me, but 35, I didn't know that. So the, even the guy at, um, at optimum, the judge, um, Mr. Jack, he said, all right, we'll see you in Pittsburgh. As I'm walking, I have it on video. I didn't even realize what he said until after I watched the video, but I was walking off stage after my um, individual and he said, all right, we'll see you at Masters Pittsburgh or something like that. And I just, on stage, I was like, okay. And then after he saw me backstage and he was like, you're the girl that was um, in Masters? I said, yes, sir. And he goes, well, all right, we'll see you in um, Pittsburgh at Nationals. And I said, oh, okay, well, I gotta do, I gotta, I gotta, like, I was like, well, at first I said, well, what's in Pittsburgh? And he goes, you'll probably get your pro card. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I gotta, you know, do something here first. <laughs> this is like between, you know, before uh, finals. And so anyway, so that was just funny looking back and like, cause I didn't even hear, I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> I didn't know anything, you know? And so anyway, going to Pittsburgh was so much fun. It was, the show was so big and it was so well, like executed. It was, it was awesome. Everything about it was awesome. I know. I love that you like don't know bikini world so much. Like the fact that you're like, okay, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I don't know what Pittsburgh means, but I'm going to go because <laughs> I can. And like, it is a big deal, like to get nationally qualified, like, and then go to masters. Like it is a national level show. It's like the biggest show that you can do as an amateur athlete to try to contend for a pro card. It's like the best of the best come. And you, here you are of like, okay, I think I'm going to go like no regrets, just going to have a good time, continue your season. And I love that it like you had a good time. Like you placed really well for your first time. Like, you know, didn't win the pro card, but like you didn't even, it didn't matter. Like you had like the best show. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I like being, and I told Dylan this going into this season. And I said, like, this is in December of last year. I said, I want you to tell me one show at a time. I don't want you to tell me who the judges are going to be. And I don't want you to tell me anything more than the bare minimum that I need to know for that show. And he said, okay. I said, the only people I want in my head are you and Chris and me. So I don't research the shows. I don't look at who's going to be there. I don't even, wouldn't even tell you how to do that. And I just stay in this very ignorant place because that's where I'm happy. And if I'm happy, then I'll be in this for the rest of my life. If I start to get in my head, or, or let the world, not even me, Gracie can be in her head, but the world cannot be in my head. And I, Gracie, control that, right? So I just stay in this ignorant place of, and have fun. Yeah. And of course I have goals and, and I put enough pressure on myself. I don't beat myself up at all. But if I do what I know I'm capable of doing every day, then the chips will fall as they're going to fall, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's very much like falling in love with the work and realizing that the goal is going to be a result of that work eventually. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. hundred percent. Okay. So we're getting close to towards like the end of the episode. Is there anything I haven't asked you about your journey that you wish I would have? Nope. Nope. My journey is just here and I hope people follow along with it and just knowing that I hope that just people take away from this, that you can not overthink this journey, especially the bikini world, you know, 
we're never going to be like, you know, Tom Brady is what I like kind of tell people. It's never that we're never going to be that extreme. Maybe you will. I don't know. But it hasn't happened yet as far as like financially or that type of commitment. Right. So if you don't, if you just let yourself have fun and you do the work and you love the work, then you're going to enjoy this whole process, you know, all of it. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm here to just show. I love that. And if anyone wants to work with you or find you or follow up on this episode, where can they do so? So my Instagram is Gracie record underscore fit and you can DM me. You can, I'll give you my cell phone number. Like they, I do have my uh, applications in my bio for my, in my Instagram and my YouTube, all that is up there in my bio, but yeah, you can reach out to me, schedule a free call. I have, a, it's a free consultation call because I need to make sure that you are, I am right for you and you are right for me. And so nothing to lose really. Awesome. I like it. Well, thank you for coming on today's episode. I'm excited to see what happens next for you and where this journey takes us. I'm sure I'll see you soon. Yes, I will definitely see you soon. In Kansas City, actually. Definitely in Kansas City. Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.